everyone welcome to another episode of alternative perspective with vivian my name is viv and today we're talking about film um where do we start i think i'm just going to start with the beginning of the journey which started with nollywood as a child um growing up we used to watch a lot of nigerian movies a lot of nigerian movies like these are the movies that shaped my early years from the 2000s when i could really be aware of things i watched a lot of nigerian movies with ramsey noah and genevieve i used to ship them together i watched power of love i watched super love i love i watched the breakup ramsey was in all these movies of love and i was not complaining he was so beautiful still is a seasoned refined man today oh god anyway these are the people that i watched but the things started to change when i went into a levels and I discovered silent movies. And everyone was like, they would see me watch silent movies during my break time. Obviously, you know, silent movies are black and white as well. And everybody's like, what? That's when I realized that as a society, we really, really shudder at people's differences. And it's such a weird habit. So everybody was like, oh, she's so weird. She's watching black and white movies. And me, I was like, all I'm doing is expressing my individuality. Do people really make people feel bad for being individuals? But I guess they do because they don't have anything to do with it. So that's what happened with me. When I watched the silent movies, I really love Charlie Chaplin's movies. City Lights will always stand out to me. But Sakitin came after Charlie Chaplin. There was a, there was um there's been a debate who is better, Busta or Charlie. I think the article I read said Busta is better for certain reasons, but I know that I like Charlie better. Why did I like Charlie? I felt like he was smoother. I don't know. They said Busta is funnier, but that's another topic for another day. All I know is that I'm more of a Charlie girl. So you can see that this was how my life was back at like 16, 17. And from silent movies i moved to movies from the 20s then i moved to the 30s and 40s from 40s movies to 50s then 60s then 70s then i reached the 80s and i realized that that's the jackpot year and the jackpot decade and that led to me like buying box sets of movies set in the 80s i even bought box sets of Catherine hepburn and spencer tracy because i think that they're one of the best duos on screen Audrey Hepburn, I forgot about her. I loved her as well. So I was very much a classical old movie girl with a deep love of the 80s because I love the soundtrack. I love movies or films. I love films and I love the soundtrack of films. What can I even say? Like in the 80s, like I had some real 80s movies that I loved. John Hughes was a good one with Pretty in Pink and The Breakfast Club those classics i also have this one called saint elmo's fire so what what was happening with all of that all of those things made me discover an aspect of myself that i didn't know existed because prior to a levels i was very much a science student and i was going into a levels to study science um, topics okay the only arts topic that i took was communication and culture which opened my mind to video to editing and to thinking outside the box. That was my only media course that I did so well in. That's when I realized that, wow, I do love media, you know? So with the video editing that we did for our final projects, that's how I got into making videos. And I taught myself how to edit using iMovie at the time. Since then, I've not looked back, just making videos, random videos, you know, random, oops, random videos, random stories. <laughs> um, yeah like everything in my life in regards to film was like put together well it was like aligned because from that interest in film right 
I then started doing speech and drama. So I then decided that, oh my God, I actually may want to act, even though I'm a science student. I took speech and drama for two years. I did two exams, the bronze, the grade six and the grade eight. So I got a bronze medal and a gold medal. I was talking about that, hold on. But it was so interesting discovering film at a time when I was deeply depressed and just not wanting to do anything with my life. Like I was ready to go, you know? But film came in in the midst of all these science subjects and acting was a, an extracurricular and I was doing drama for exams. Oh, it was amazing. I can't remember my first exam. I can't remember my last one. That was the grade eight. That was, um, that was where you get the gold medal and I got a distinction for that. Oh, Lord, you know, I used to be a bit jealous back, not jealous, but I used to be a bit like, I, I used to compare myself a bit like, oh, dang, I don't have like an acting background for this. Like, you know, when you look at actors, you can tell that they've always had that thing since they were younger. I was like, dang, I don't have an acting background. But I now realize that I do. I've acted in stuff. I just, it was just part of childhood that, that I'd glossed over or I'd forgotten or I dissociated from because A-levels wasn't the most fun time. The most the only fun things about A-levels are these things I'm talking about. These are the things that made me want to wake up. Going to for drama classes, preparing for drama exams, acting, watching movies during the break, reading about old Hollywood stars. It was very interesting at the time. So I remember speech and drama, I loved preparing for the exams. I loved acting. For Okay, so for speech and drama grade six, I was supposed to do two plays and I did those two plays and I did very well. I can't remember it, but I know that it was easy and interesting. Then, yeah, I think I did it twice. I can't even remember. That's how bad it is. But I remember the last one. Why? Now I remember why, okay, I remember the last one. The last one was the grade eight exam for gold, okay? You get a gold like medal or something if you get a distinction. For gold, why is grade eight is that it's quite intense, obviously. You do three plays, um, one modern play, one very traditional play, and one play that you can, of your choice. So I had one play in which I was a prostitute that was a time traveler as well. I had another play which was set in 18th century or 17th century. It's called A Doll's House, which is very um, popular. It was very popular at the time, A Doll's House. And then I had this um, play, Cut on the Hot Tin Roof, um, Roof, sorry, by, with Elizabeth Taylor and Paul Newman. They played the movie. So that was that movie was released. I'm thinking 1954, 1956. So those were the, that's, that was the, my culture at the time. You understand? So I had to do these three plays. I had to read all. I had to read the books. I had to make sure that I did the books. The, my my teacher was like, "You're not just doing the the lines. You have to read the book to understand the character." I was like, "Wow!" So I had to read three books, right? And it was amazing. And then after that, so I, I acted three different plays. <sighs> Lord, this is the first time I'm recalling it and it's making me feel so like cool because it was really fun. I remember how it was. So I acted the traditional, I had to change my accent, by the way. There was one where I did a Cockney accent, I think. I had to do that accent. I had to do an English, very English Victorian act, accent and then a Southern accent. That's when I learned to do my Southern accent for Cat on the Hudson Roof. And then I watched the movie with Elizabeth Taylor and Paul Newman. So I embodied that and I really did it well because I acted it for my 
house mistresses and then my teacher and then the examiner and everybody was like you had me in your hands and I was like wow but like I said I was a science student I was there to study science and chemistry biology math you know but all of a sudden I'm seeing that I really enjoy acting and it's very much a form of escape for me and I enjoyed that so it was nice I acted all three well I know that for sure then she said pick yeah she said pick pick one of these plays that you've acted out of for me to ask you questions on of course i picked cat on the hudson roof i'd already watched that movie four or five times already i'd already mastered the southern accent i knew how to move what and bear in mind that as that was happening or as i was becoming that person i didn't know that i could act i didn't know that that was something that could happen i didn't know that that was that was a thing for me i was just being it was nice to hear them say that I was very, very like convincing. I used to like, I held like their interest and all of that. Surprising, surprising, surprising. So then she asked me questions about Katsune Hotsune. She said, I, I saw that you really enjoyed playing this character. I was like, yeah. She asked me different questions about it. She asked me, no, you're really supposed to know about your character. She asked me in depth questions, character analysis, all these kind of things about the plot, the feelings. I'd watched that movie so many times. I'd read that book enough times. I knew what it was about. And yeah, a great distinction. And that made me feel so proud. I don't even know where my award is. But obviously, when you win a medal, you keep it in your heart regardless. So that happened. And that was nice. Um, what happened afterwards was that I now realized that I really did have a deep love for film. I was still watching my, my Nigerian movies, but... I was watching the old one, the old Hollywood movies more and the 80s movies and all these old, older movies. Like, I just feel like it reached a year where I was like, the movies after this year are not that nice. I, I'm very nostalgic, Sha. So then, um, then it was time to go to university. And I was like, I want to study film. I want to study film. I want to study film. No, you cannot study film. You cannot study film. You have to study something that will bring you money. What did I study instead? Honestly, I did love my science too. I'd always been a science person. So the art stuff really, really surprised everybody. Art stuff came out at 17. All of beyond that or before that, it was all science, science, science. I loved science. I talked about it all the time. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even treat studying science because arts and humanities comes very easy to me. Yeah. So I can be self-learner, more of a self-learner now as an adult anyway. So point being is that I was more of a science person and at 17, it's kind of like I just discovered a whole new aspect of myself. I started writing poetry and then I moved to short stories. I'd always liked music. I'd always written music, when I, written songs uh, when I was younger. So consistently. And when, so when I reached at 17, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I wanted a camera. All of a sudden, I was producing music um, by myself. I was acting. And I just wanted to immerse myself in art. I could not imagine doing anything else. Literally. So when university came, I wanted to do film. I wanted to do film. And they were like, no, you have to study something that, is, that, is, um, that brings money. So while doing chemical engineering, I did um, photography and other art things on the side, right? I still continue with the art stuff. If I'm not watching Nollywood movies on Iroko TV, I'm watching movies, old Hollywood movies on YouTube or on a link. This is how, this was how I was balancing it. And the thing is, there was this list of 
old movies i still have it that i had to watch i was watching old movies left right and center and i'll put it on my snapchat so people would see like that's how it was for me like look at the movie i'm watching it's an old hollywood movie look at the movie i'm watching is a nollywood movie i was that person that did just that. was watching nollywood like drinking it all in on iroko tv then after iroko tv i would watch it on ibaka tv i was all about nollywood right movies upon movies upon movies upon movies upon movies then i finished um my first degree and i went in for a master's i started to go for all these um what they call it film festivals they had a lot of film festivals going on in that particular year where i had moved to a new city so there was ceo there was green white green in fact this was the most consistent film festivals we had in the month of october it was so nice actually it was so nice it was so nice we're just talking and i just felt like you know this is my life actually film this is my life it felt real it felt true <sighs> yeah i won't forget that so that was 2017 right the next premiere that i went for was the 76 premiere where they said that it took 10 years to make that movie 76 is a movie with ransonua with dominic and daniel k daniel oh my days do you know what it's like to be a fan no i don't want to say fan because i know what fans are you know what it's like to be a supporter of a certain actor for a long time since childhood since we were young and finally you go for a premiere and you see him and you take a picture with him that's what happened with me at ramsey i would never forget that day ramsey was so nice so sweet so cute i still have that picture and thank you god look i said to myself that it's okay that the other pictures were lost that's fine the real one is me and ramsey and that ramsey picture is still on my phone so today when i moved back to nigeria four or five years ago it's like everything went up a notch what does that mean i found myself invited to film premieres maybe i knew this person who knew this per maybe i knew this person that had tickets and wanted me to come with my friend but we were attending premieres a lot and what did i love just watching the film because that's really why i was there but seeing the hustle and bustle of the stars i think for me is less about the interacting with the stars on a personal level and more about admiring the work that's why for me i've now realized that when i see even when i've seen international stars next to me for example there's a time when um rihanna and i were on the same line she was right next to me with her manager and we we're walking i didn't say anything i love rihanna i sent her love to my 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 heart my energy another person that i saw was um yes i was just sharing the story with my friend um there's a time when i went for yoga class and i saw um one of the actresses that i love helena bonham carter right in front of me she was we're in the same class we're doing yoga i was like wow helena is right here okay you know like I didn't go up to her. My point is that these premieres made me normalize that this is something that I have access to and this is something that comes naturally to me. Just enjoy it. We went for Bling Regression's premiere. We went for a friend's premiere. I don't want to, I don't want to, Guardians of something. I don't want to spell the name. <laughs> for a friend's premiere. Point is that it was natural. My point is that it was part of things like film has always been naturally part of my life which makes it clear that when something is for you you don't even have to force it's just going to naturally occur you know 
then all of a sudden like when i created my sixth or seventh instagram accounts because i'm an instagram hopper when i created my seventh instagram account i just started to use it to vocalize my love for nollywood actors and directors i will comment on their page and their comments i'm like yes yes auntie you know i genuinely love the nollywood like the array of actors i like i like to see them win i like to see them grow in fact the way i even talk about them is like we're related because i've just been watching a lot of them for for the longest time because these subtle things show that you're part of this it's beautiful i genuinely like even when i said that you're part of this i almost cried it's a it's an emotional thing it's an emotional thing this whole and the love is like i like that it's a love that doesn't really have to be in people's faces or i just show love from where i am i genuinely do love these people i've watched them for a while i remember when and i was showing this on twitter actually i remember when um this girl what's her name sorry i'm the girl that i'm referring to i remember when i was watching their free festival online their free i was watching it through instagram posts and stories because obviously i was not in the country at the time so i was like wow afri you, you guys really need to make things online for people but i remember for afri ijama and ijama ago and kilechi udegbe won best actor and best actress and i remember because i've watched i've watched their movies i've watched the first movie that they acted in together and i think that was their first movie overall for themselves but one thing i want to tell you is that people know me the people that know me know that me i love my nollywood people like genuinely like these are like my relatives from afar because why did i put a poem i made a post number no three things kirichi and um Ijoma had won Best Actor and Best Actress and I love them both. I saw them in the movie Love in a Time of Kekes for the first time and I followed their um, careers individually, right? So it was nice to see them come together. Um, not come together, but it was nice to see it all come together full circle. It made me so happy. Why did I make a post with a poem? I put a poem there. I said that we have entered victory. The poem, I'd already written it, right? but it matched the vibe of them winning or more i put so many pictures of them on the post i said god bless you you know i'm so happy and so thankful you know loving a time of kekes look at us now and honestly that's how i am with my nollywood people and you know they should love back i was in fact if i didn't expect it but when they did i was really happy that's how i like to be with nollywood i like to like sit down fire away not put myself so into it but like feed love from where i am i've even been accused of liking everything i've been accused of loving everything that you can't even see the wrong in things i said sorry yo why should i be forcing myself to see what i don't want to see <laughs> nollywood nollywood is amazing i feel like nollywood is taking up in such a way that's beautiful i feel like it's really really becoming something so it's becoming something that we never imagined it could be or maybe i never imagined it could be so quickly and i just feel like now like I'm really just there observing it and seeing how it changes. This is my journey with film. Halfway, I stopped watching Hollywood because they lost me. But I do miss being able to sit down and watch a good film and feel like I watch something artistic, watch something with value. And what piques my interest now is more Nollywood movies than anything. I don't watch Hollywood like that. In fact, for Hollywood, I prefer TV series now as opposed to films. 
but back then i used to be a cinema lover cinema goer i used to watch all the movies in the world i used to follow the oscars every year like every year sit down there and watch but now i feel like oscars don't touch me as much i think i'm even more of an emmy girl now so there's something that has changed there but i used to follow the oscars but there was a particular year that i just stopped and i never went back and i felt like maybe it was a year that i was disappointed in the movies or but vibes i just feel like the vibe of hollywood just went off in terms of the movies they were producing and i've not been able to get back on anyway why do i even need to focus on hollywood there are lots of people focusing on it let me focus on nollywood or or bollywood which is viv and you know her things because right now where i am as a woman where i am as a grown girl is that i need to start working on my own productions i need to start crafting my own projects not in a hurry but the power has come back to me to actually create my own thing and put it out there because i love this thing called film you know when you love something you take the risk to make sure it works I've been observing for a long as fucking time and I don't need that to be observing anymore. I need to get into it. And maybe I sort of felt like, oh, you know, I didn't go to school. A lot of filmmakers didn't go to school. A lot of filmmakers did short courses. I guess this is where I'll stop now. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. See you soon. Bye.